0: El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN 24 sobre coronavirus COVID 19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN 24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita.
1: Welcome to The Power of Us, a podcast where Abel and Rosie lead us in nurturing, equipping, and empowering the relationships in our life through their experience and vulnerability. Rosie.
2: Hi, and I'm Abel.
1: That's my husband, and today we're going to be talking about expectations in marriage.
2: Definitely. Thank you so much for joining us in this new podcast. This is the power of us, and we hope that you can learn as much as you possibly can.
1: We also want to learn from you. So we're very happy. Uh, we're going to take calls from you. We want to know your story and see what expectations you had going into your relationship. For example, gosh, babe, I had so many expectations going into our marriage. And you know what's the sad part? I didn't even realize that I had them mm. until you and I were going through something. Wow. Um, for example, I learned now as a grown woman that I expected every man to cheat.
2: Wow, so that's actually a negative expectation. Yeah.
1: Yes. Well, yes, it has a negative connotation to it. And believe me, it was just as negative for you as it was for me because I was expecting that marriage was going to bring pain. Wow. It, it was just an expectation of marriage is going to bring hurt and betrayal, and I'm going to either have to forgive him at one point or divorce him. So imagine being at that altar, and we had a gorgeous wedding. God, I love our <sighs> our, our, our wedding. And knowing that I wanted to do this with you, but thinking he's going to cheat on me one day. Wow. And and that's how I knew that I loved you in a weird sense. I know it sounds crazy, but in my crazy rosy mind, I thought I must really love this guy to take the risk with him. But I realized later on that I learned this expectation when my brother Juan told me, at the age of 13, this guy embedded in my head, every man is going to cheat. You rolled your eyes. Are you rolling your eyes at my brother? No, yeah. No, no. <laughs> But he did. He said, I do now. I'm like, why did you put that in this little girl's head? And he, these were literally Juan's words Sister, every single man cheats. Just get used to it. Wow.
2: He set me up for failure. He did. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So
1: when you and I had all these fights with trust issues, I she didn't did. even, yeah. So many, like, whether it was your phone or what are you doing on on Craigslist? Remember how crazy I was right. about Craigslist, and 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 or anything else, any other communication with any other woman, I just expected you to cheat. Mm. But I, I didn't. One, I didn't even communicate that to you, and two, it was an unrealistic expectation in the sense that I now that I know you, I don't expect that from you. I mean, I'm not saying mm. I don't want to say it'll never happen. I don't know. We can always protect ourselves, but. I literally expected able to cheat one day, so I was always on defense what did it What did that do to you?
2: It was hard because i remember I remember everything that we went through and uh the many times that we had issues because of it and i'm like i'm, I'm clean there' I'm not doing anything wrong so it's ben- It's quite the opposite
1: and I never believed you babe, and I'm so sorry for
2: that um i mean I, after after listening to you uh, once we got to a better place. But even even in the time, once we, you, could, we, you were able to express to me what exactly is your thought process, I'm like, okay, makes sense. Her background and, and everything that she's been through. And, and our, our culture has made it okay for, for men to cheat in a sense. You get me? So much machismo has, has taken us to the point where... Um, this is going to happen and there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can do about it. So in a sense, Juan was in a a place where he thought that that was the norm and he instilled that in you.
1: And it it didn't help that every other man in my family had cheated. Right. But what I learned and what called me out on it was you, Mm. was your consistency in being able. Right. Because I thought, okay, well, the first year, Or the second year. But after the third year of you consistently being the man that you were, you started to break down those expectations and you called it out to me one day. I remember the day that you said, I shouldn't pay for your family's mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wait a minute, what? Because I think you saw my negative expectation even before I did. Mm -hmm. And I had to really analyze it, hear you out. Not take it personally, not go straight into anger, but to say, Abel is saying something significant. I just don't get it yet. And I really thought it through. And I, and I went back to the day of thinking, why do I assume Abel's going to cheat when he doesn't disrespect me? There's no girl calling me. There's no weird, weird things going on on Facebook. Like everything that was happening to all these other girls never happened with you and I. Yeah. So I, I had no reason when I really had to think about it to think Abel Flores will cheat on me. Because you were just, and you've been consistent. You've been that man. I thought all men had dirty thoughts about other women. I thought all men were addicted to porn. I thought all men found it acceptable to be machista. And you're the least macho person I know. So I think it really helped that you, one, called me out on my expectation. You helped me analyze me. I saw who I was. Sometimes I can't see who I am. And two, you gave me the chance to, to break that mold, to yeah. break that expectation. And I think I gave you that chance finally to say, I'm going to see Abel for who he is and not who I expect him to be.
2: Right. And that felt so good once we were able to actually break that barrier where I'm no longer having to prove myself anymore, but I can just be myself and you can believe me. That's always the best. I mean, and, and I'm no saint, you know, you said that that men, men go through all these things, but and it's probably, we don't all go through porn addiction or cheating or, or, or anything like that. But we all, as men and even as human beings, but men more than anything because we're so sexually driven, mm. there is always that temptation to want to do something bad or anything like mm. that. But it's, it's the suppression of, of, it's the act of suppressing that and, and not mm. allowing that to go anywhere near to it being something that can harm our marriage or harm our relationship. It's battling
1: against it. Correct. Like they say, every man's battle. And they say that 90% of men go through this battle. um, And that's a pretty big percentage. But just because you're battling through it doesn't mean you're going to do it. It doesn't mean you accept it. Correct. You know what I mean? I love about you that you don't accept sexual thoughts or you don't accept, you, you battle with them. Right. And, and I think men get bombarded yes, with do. all this stuff, but you've really shown me that a man can be bombarded and not act on it. So you, you really broke that expectation and I'm really, really happy you did because we're in our sixth year of marriage yeah. and I can live in peace without fear that, oh, for sure, was going to cheat on me in the 20th year wow. or for when, if, if I gain 10 pounds, for sure, he's going to cheat on me. I don't <sighs> live like that anymore, wow. babe. That's good. So now I'm going to ask you, and I'm a little bit scared. Go, all right. Not, okay, go for it. What, what was your expectation coming into marriage?
2: Honestly, I, actually, I, I don't think I've ever shared this with you. I know that we've lived it. But it was, I, I expected my wife to be overjoyous. <laughs> you know? I expected her to... In in my mind, see, this is this is what happens when you're when you're a, a, a only child for so long, and you're growing up and you're watching I Love Lucy and you and you're watching all these other TV shows where you just see this this you come home and she runs to him and and oh. she's so happy and 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 the guy builds a a, a little birdhouse and <laughs> she she's all amazed by it and stuff oh, like that you know I get
1: you and and that we, is not me at all yeah
2: we've had so many issues in these in these years where we would, I would do something and I'd be so proud. I'm, I, I can't wait to show her. And then I bring it to you and it's just, it wasn't what I expected.
1: My, my reaction wasn't what you yeah. expected. It was just like, oh, babe, cool.
2: right? Nice. Exactly, yeah.
1: But in my head, that cool was just like, you're really showing emotion.
2: Yeah, definitely. And, and it's just, it, it would bomb, it would, uh, it would affected me for sure. Yeah. Uh, in, in my self-esteem and what I thought I'm like, maybe maybe I'm not really that good. Maybe it, she thought it sucked mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it, it took us to the point of me having getting to understand you right. and saying that this is this is the way that you express yourself. And it also took me to understand, that well just to just to let our viewers know or our listeners know that you're actually you're my first marriage and you're one of the the deepest most uh, most intimate relationships that I've ever had everything else had just been very very small little things here and there so that just might have been a fantasy there's probably not anybody that's, I like the people on TV of course they're acting I'm you sure know I'm sure
1: there are I don't know I'm sure there is a woman that we'll do a backflip for you. Remember I used to tell you yeah. that? What do you want me to do, a backflip? This right. is me being happy. <laughs> we used to have this argument. Or what do you want me to cry because you sang me a song <laughs> and I want you to know I really miss your songs now. Like uh, I wish I had been able to, to give you that expectation so that you can continue to do it. I wish I had um, supported you or fed into that because those are some of the fondest memories that I have of wow. like me being in the shower and I you be outside the door. And I could still cry about it, thinking about it, of you singing a song to me. And I probably never said, man, that is the greatest thing I've, a guy has ever done for me, because it is. Uh-huh. And I would tell my friends, like, oh, my God, you can't believe what Abel did. He sang me a song, me Abel said, and not that, while I was showering. But I didn't tell you. And yeah. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Um, it has to do with me being sexually abused. And he tricked me by giving me candy. Mm. So I felt dumb. So I was so overly excited about this candy, and then I was overly excited about him showing me how to drive that I fell into it, and I felt, Rosie, you can't be dumb like that anymore. So when someone gives you something, what it means is they want something back. Wow. I felt like people wanted to take from you. It's very hard for me to receive gifts, but now I can analyze that and I, I, I was hoping that you can give me another chance then.
2: Oh, baby, of course.
1: So that I can, I think I know how to express it now. I think I've known you well enough and, and I know that I'm safe with you so that I can like cry or or be super happy when you do do something for me.
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's, that's something that I actually thought of. But, you know, it just, it wasn't that uh, at that moment in our life. You know, and, and I was in this fantasy land of not knowing so much about what a relationship involves.
1: Well, to be fair, you you were in your teens. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know um, our listeners, but I am 10 years older than Abel. And he was 16, 17 uh, when we started dating, and then 19 when we got married. Right. So if you do the math, yep. It sounds crazy, and people told us, and we went in with different expectations. I mean, much different ones out of this, but now, um, so now you kind of know a little bit of our history, and you can imagine everything, other expectations that we had, but because you were 17, you had these expectations, but babe, I was 20-something and still had expectations. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're going to see what other expectations people have have so this girl named cecilia emailed us i go through all our emails you guys in case you're wondering it is i rosie i read them and then i share what i believe are the best ones with abel and then we discuss them so we've already kind of talked about cecilia's story but i want you guys to hear her story because it is so interesting so we're going to go on a commercial break and uh when we get back we're going to call cecilia and you guys will hear this very interesting woman and all the expectations she had when she married her husband at 17. We'll be right back with you.
2: Hey guys, this is Abel. And if you're looking for music that's good for your whole family.
1: And it's really uplifting.
2: Something that'll touch your heart and soul. Mm -hmm. Feel free to check out my YouTube page, Abel's Worship. Thank you so much. Remember to subscribe. Welcome back to The Power of Us. Uh, We really, really appreciate you being with us. We have a caller on the line now. Uh, Babe, can you take over?
1: Yes. We have Cecilia on the line. I read your email, and uh, I was so intrigued with your story. First of all, you guys were high school sweethearts. Um, I believe you were about 17 when you guys met. You guys have seven kids together. That intrigued me. But just because you guys um, were high school sweethearts, I had a few questions. Abel and I were talking about the expectations we came into uh, when we got married. You know, I expected certain things from him. He expected certain things from me. And most of them, we didn't even communicate. Now, with you, part of your email was that you do massage therapy on the side and that he was having an issue with it. What I don't understand is, how did you guys meet at 17 and then you become a massage therapist and he has an issue with it? Like, were you already thinking of massage therapy or did that come later on while you were married? What happened?
3: Yeah, well, I was still in school when I met him. And then um, I just moved out with him. And I started living with him and his parents. And then since it was hard for him from, to travel from L.A. to Wilmington, um, you know, my high school was in Wilmington. So, you know, it was the driving was, Much so, I just decided to leave school and he took over with his job. And you know, I wasn't even thinking of massaging either. This came years after, years after. But you know, communication does have a lot to do with it too. If you don't communicate, then you know. So,
1: when exactly did you become a massage therapist in the marriage, and were you Um, expecting him to be okay with it?
3: I kind of knew. It was going to be an issue, but you have to do what you have to do to try to, you know, I wanted to put a little bit of something in the marriage, too. I get it. And he's always working. So it just came that it was after my, what, my sixth child when I started uh, massaging. And in the beginning, he wasn't sure of it. He just said, okay, that's fine. But then you know, me massaging men and everything, that's when it just became an issue.
1: Did you ever go to school to be a massage therapist and he he kind of expected it to be a phase or he expected you would only massage women? Why would he say yes at first and then kind of take it back later?
3: Because in the beginning, it was just family and friends. Ah. And then, yeah, in the beginning, it was just family and friends. And then you know, people started spreading the word and they're like, no, well, you know, she massages and this and that. And, you know, then I started getting calls from people and it just went on and on and on. And then we live over here in the valley, so we're like three hours and a half away from L.A. So sometimes I have to drive to L.A., massage and then come back. And he has to stay with the kids and help me because that's the way he supports me in the marriage. Got it. I get it. The same way I help him out with work, you know, and that's another thing because being together for so long, it's, it's been a high and low, but I have to, you know, his job is very different from other jobs that, you know, regular jobs. He has to be going out to business meetings. He has to be going to lunches with women. And men, not only women, he also has to travel. So it was kind of hard. It was kind of hard for me to understand that. And I still do. And so this time, I'm not going to lie. It's hard.
1: I love your honesty. I get you, girl. Sometimes I see Abel's ex-girlfriend and I get a little bit jealous and I kind of have to battle with it. So I get you. I understand it. But it sounds like you guys were both kind of having the same issue in that. He was having maybe a little bit of jealousy with you massaging men. You're having a little bit of jealousy with him having lunch, business meetings with girls, and and it got resolved. But my question is, is when you said that you knew it was going to be an issue that you were massaging, yet you still did it, was it because you expected him to put up with it?
3: No. Well, in the beginning, I did. I'm not going to lie. It was like I told him, look, the same way you go out and you have to do your job, this is what I have to do for my job. And my job is strictly professional, too. Professional, I'm sorry. You know, And the same way he's professional, we have to look at it that way. Um, It was hard. It was hard because, you know, like I say, like, you go out to to lunch, you go out to dinner with women. On my job, I don't get to do that. I just massage, you know. I I just, and and it kind of like, I just told him it's hard for me to accept the fact that you have to go out and have lunch and dinner with women but you won't have that problem with me because I'm not going to go out with them it's, it's just going to be I'm just going to do my job and after that and then this is, they just become a client after that if they like what I do and it, that's where you know.
1: And did that help the situation? Are you still massaging?
3: I'm still massaging yes, I'm okay. still massaging um, we did talk about it and The same way I have to understand, I guess he understands that now he understands that it's just, you know, a part of my job.
1: Okay, I get it. So, see, I think that's where it is, babe, is the fact that she had an expectation that he should be able to put up with this because she puts up with his job, you know. And And it's the word "putting up" may be incorrect. It may be understanding, compromising, and more than anything, trusting. Right. Since she trusts him, she's expecting him to trust her. But it happened after they had a conversation, so I think she had to explain her expectation. And I think that's where you did a great job, Cecilia. Thank you so much for your call and for sharing your story for your email. There is so much in this email that I think we're going to call you back with other questions and other situations. But just kudos to you and your husband for being married for 21 years and all the ups and downs that you guys have had. And uh, I wish you the best of luck and uh, more power to you in everything that you do with your marriage. Thank you. Same to you. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cecilia. Bye.
3: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: So there it is, babe. I think the solution was she told him her expectation. Because I'm kind of thinking he was going to have her quit even though she was having, even though he was having interaction with women. I'm thinking, and maybe I'm wrong, that he was going to still have her quit massaging because she was having interaction with men
2: right yeah and it's you know what it's to be honest it's a little hard because she is touching men so i mean i do kind of put myself in the husband's shoes man would i be okay with with my wife touching another man you know and it's not nothing it and it's how do i put this we make the mistake as men to take it out on on the woman and saying why are, you t- why are you with this guy? Why are you touching this guy? But in reality, it's not that we don't trust you guys. It's that we don't trust the other guy. You get me? It's not that we don't trust our wives. It's that we don't trust that that guy not going to try to do something. And just because he didn't this time doesn't mean he won't try next time.
1: But this is her profession. Like, right. what if she's not even thinking sexual at all? I'm thinking she's thinking muscles and nerves and joints and making someone feel good. What if she just wants people not to have pain? I definitely and you agree made it, with you. Or I'm sorry, not you. <laughs> <laughs> they made it. He made it about sexuality.
2: I definitely agree with you. But, I mean, as men, that, that's where our mind does go to. You get me? Okay,
1: I get you. You know? But you know what, babe? You allow me to get massages where they massage my gluteus maximus, (sighs) my booty, and you don't get mad. And he's literally touching my butt. Not with his hands, with his elbow, but still, it's touching.
2: Right. No, I mean, and it took some time of us talking about it. I had to put it in my head. I'm like, okay, it's a massage. Um, she feels uh, sore or whatever. It worked
1: she... when you got a booty massage, didn't it? <laughs> you knew how good it felt?
2: Slightly, slightly. That made me then feel you a little, understood. Made me understand, yeah. No, but... I, I really
1: mean... recommend booty massages. People talk to your spouse about it. I really do. But they, there's a lot of tension back there that we don't realize we have.
2: So... I mean it it took some time of you getting it a few times until I'm like, Okay, I mean it's just gonna be a normal thing. But I did have to put it into my head, this is nothing weird or anything like that. It's just a massage, Abel. You know, and it's just that small bit of, of, of doubt in your mind and insecurity really that every yeah.
1: every person
2: goes through. You well know? yeah,
1: she's being she also Cecilia was feeling insecure when her husband yeah. was on lunch business dates right see i use the word date but it's a meeting right so she was feeling the insecurity of of like them being across from each other and it looks like a romantic setting when it's not it's surely it's purely business so it seems like they were having the same issue and i'm glad they were able to talk about it because i think you know she said it herself the communication of the expectation exactly
2: and i think that that's the whole bit of 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 expectations we've we fall short of expectations 90 percent of the time because we don't even know that there's an expectation right, in place, right? You know, so many times, like you didn't know that that's what I wanted.
1: Exactly, I had from, no idea
2: from my wife. I didn't. You didn't know that I wanted her to be joyful, <laughs> and I probably didn't tell you because I assumed either one, you're gonna do it, or two, I was gonna be afraid that you weren't gonna want to do it, oh. and then you weren't gonna want to be with me or something like that. You oh, know?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you told me now, and I understand a lot of things now, and I want you to know that I am willing to be joyful, that I want to be joyful because if if that's what brings joy to you, and of course I'm happy. I'm just, I'm sure that if I don't do a backflip, like I used to say, you'll still know that in my heart, I am very thankful.
2: Definitely. And because you're willing to do that, I'm willing to also say is that, you know what, babe, you don't have to do a backflip. You don't have to jump for joy. I can also learn to understand the type of person you are, your personality, the way you communicate. And when you say, Hey babe, that's a really good song. You mean that? That's an amazing song, <laughs>
1: right? I do. Yeah.
2: What do you mean, good, baby? This is amazing. It's my voice. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's you know? true. I so, do. I
1: do just say, hey babe, that's a real good song, and other people are saying, wow, Abel. Yeah. And I never do. So I get you, and thank you for accepting that. And now we're at a better place, and we want you guys to be at a better place. We want um, you to feel to get to this point. So now it's your turn. And this is what I want to recommend for you to try. One, analyze if you have any expectations. Are there any specific things you came into your relationship with expecting out of yourself, the pers- the, the partner, or the marriage? And if there are expectations, step number two, communicate them communicate them. They may be willing to do them. They may want to do them for you. And if they're not, then there can be a conversation to be had. Um, those are my two tips. What Do you do? You have anything for them to do?
2: Definitely. And as you guys communicate, please understand that this can be very overwhelming. So mm. really, you think about it personally. Figure out which are the very important ones to mm. you. Don't don't bring up the you expect the, the guy to put the so- toilet seat down, but you also expect him to, to love you through the thick and the thin and you want him to hold you at night and, and talk to you into your eyes and stuff like no, just focus on what really matters.
1: Yeah. So, choose your battles.
2: Yeah. So in really, really reality, pick one to three things that you guys can really sit down okay, and talk about that's good. about expectations to start off with. And as you guys keep growing, then we can begin to talk about the toilet seat putting down.
1: I get you. So you don't overwhelm each other with all these expectations. I love that, babe. Thank you for your tips. And thank you for you guys for listening in, especially thank you for Cecilia and her husband uh, for the email and being open with us. That's what we need. I just learned something from Cecilia today. I hope you guys learn from us and we learn from you because this is the power of us. Us as a community, together, us as marriages, families, this is the power of us.